0: Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. I'm your host for today, Rory Powers, and I'm joined by
1: Joe Scrabbles. I didn't realize this is a new hosting style to make this me say, say my new own hosting name. Style,
0: yeah, is, is, is this wrong?
1: No, well, I mean I don't, can change, well, change don't, it don't lose already. confidence it's already, already. It's, okay. it's okay
0: And my man to the right
1: Dale Driver
0: There we go He was quicker, Joe You gotta be well, You gotta be on the move. I was coming <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, no. on game.
1: We
2: had
0: a
1: meeting before this uh, How are you guys doing? Good, thank you Very well I'm a bit unnerved by you being in the middle Why? Because I've done two podcasts Are you intimidated
0: by my demeanor? Your stature <laughs> You guys are taller than me though So this is kind of weird mm. It's like the baby CEO And you guys are like my yes the men The baby <laughs> CEO
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're the golden child that oh, to I power. Oh, I like that.
0: Golden child yeah. powers. I just got a new Twitter handle. Amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, we've got a lot of cool stuff to talk about on the show today. And I do find it kind of ironic because I'm genuinely quite a positive person that our first topic of conversation is actually a bit of a downer. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, um, we have all been playing Mitomo, mm-hmm. the, the first Nintendo game to kind of launch on iOS mobile. Uh, and, I mean, it was great. At the start, all your friends were there. You were creating your characters, answering questions, playing mini-games.
1: Oh, those halcyon hours, the 24 <laughs> yeah. hours of fun. That's about right, 24 yeah. I was hours, having I, a, I
0: was having a blast mm. in those first 24 hours. I was creating pictures as, as replies to people. I was customizing my character. And just, you know, the world was my oyster. I couldn't wait to see what I was going to be able to do with this application. It turns out, that was pretty much (laughs) it. (laughs) That is it. pretty much covered it all. Yeah, so uh, there's only so long that I can really find enjoyment in customizing my character and finding questions. One of the biggest problems with it so far is it seems like a game that's obviously heavily based in social. Like the whole point is social. Answering Mm. questions, talking with your friends. But then it rewards that uh, type of connectivity. So you start adding more friends, you want more points, yeah, more of people. Course, yeah. But and the then people you stop you caring exactly about the being said.
1: The people you add after a certain point. Like I know maybe nine people in real life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not counting you two. Because yeah. I don't know you that well. <laughs> so like the idea Rude. that I've got like sixty people as friends on there. Is, is ridiculous because these people, like most of them, I just don't care about. I exactly. don't care what yeah. they have to I say know. unless they're really funny. It's true. Like, I don't even care what my closest friend's <laughs> yeah.
0: favorite thing about cats is, yeah. let alone <laughs> Susan, who I have met through a friend of a friend who connected on Twitter. Oh, it's, a, it's just, just a, a
1: bore. Bit- it's all a bit strange, really. I mean, you keep saying game, but is it a game? Well, that's it. Yeah. This, this is kind of half the problem for me, is that they they introduced it as, we are not making Nintendo games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're making Nintendo apps that will drive people to our platforms in the right, future. Yeah. Which I was like, that's cool. I, I love Nintendo. I want them to get more people invested in their stuff. But like you say, they reward you for all this stuff, and it sends you into this Mm. feedback loop of, oh, I've got to keep earning, which is a very game-like bit of thinking, but there's no game to it. Like, you've just got the end result. You're being given rewards for quite boring stuff, and it turns you off. Well, that's
0: it. Like, the old kind of system that they had before was, you know, purchasing games, and you would get rewards mm -hmm. as, you know, little scratch pamphlets inside, which, I mean, as much as there was wrong with the old setup and the old Nintendo network, that's a pretty solid way someone buys your games, and they're rewarded in a small way to get uh, It's worth pointing out that
1: some of that stuff is still going. They've still got the gold gold coins in my Nintendo, the new store, which is so you're still buying games and getting rewarded for it. It's just that Mitomo. at this point, they're really trying to push people to it, and so everyone's using it and realising that it's only really there so that I can get that free copy of WarioWare Touched next (laughs) week. Like, that's kind of it. That doesn't even interest me, though,
2: to be honest, because, I mean, I don't have a DS at home or a Wii U at home, Mm -hmm. so largely, I'm just using
1: it as its own individual thing so it I think it's, that's that's probably the biggest indictment of all isn't right, it yeah. like you're using it as a in, in the purest possible way and yeah. it's still boring as yes. a
2: standalone app there's mm. not much that I you mean can I found I was can entertaining can
1: it. myself The app wasn't
2: entertaining me I was entertaining myself by writing the stupidest things I could write in the questions yep. and then reading my mates responses to oh that's an inside reference that's a joke that we made that's mm and that's, that's about the only fun I really had the photos were fun for a, a few goes yeah, the really. photos
0: I think, the best thing uh, about the photo creation is that you can import your own fo- photos yes. as a background yeah. because that obviously opens up a whole world of I've seen a, people being very creative on Twitter I have people seen being very creative <laughs> on questionable Twitter. stuff
1: in there like for, for them you know for like historically the most like prudish online company yeah Nintendo have really opened the floodgates here it's to crazy. some stuff well this
0: is it like being able to upload your own custom photos and also allowing uh swearing curse yep, yeah. words as well i'm not seeing these seeing these are great things but they're definitely a good step forward oh the like, tomodachi life these-
1: saying fuck is so funny like that voice <laughs> like that voice is funny by itself and the fact that it's swearing is so good
0: i'm you you're, you're um mitomo has a very deep voice that really shocked me because yeah, yeah, everyone yeah. is quite like uh it's cutesy squeaky, and quite yeah. british and then um i just pushed my Joe, t- yours came in he was like
1: Hey, I'm Joe. Well, there's a, there's a breaking point. <laughs> like my cat like, on my back? it's, it's, like- it's really funny. They, <laughs> it's really they have two, because they allow for intonations, they've got the bass level deep voice. Mm. Yeah. But then if you go for, like, really high intonation, it will break the level until it just goes... <laughs> boom, down, <yeah. laughs> it just sounds like napalm death going right. off. In that's your, what I'm changing uh, my It's finished. so good. You can do it both ways. You can have, like, a high one that's just, like... Like, white noise. Ear-destroying white noise. <laughs> it's so good.
0: So, inappropriate photos, swearing, yeah. demonic voices. This is just some of the fun that you can have. And with somehow we you. don't
1: like it. <laughs> What's I, going on? I, I
0: think, hopefully, what we're going to see in the next couple months is... Um, uh, additions to the application, which yep. will increase games. Because they've made game tokens such a big part of it, such a part of like your daily rewards. Mm. And I don't think they would just have it as such a huge factor if it was just to play that one game. That, that like, is like weird for Jinko. That's
1: barely a game. And all you well. do is just,
0: just push a button and yeah. just watch you miss all the things you really like until you get <laughs> a bit of candy at the bottom. <laughs> I'll tell you what,
1: the one thing I do love about that is the way that all the Mies scream while they fall. Yeah. <laughs> like they just go Wah! all the way down. It's amazing. And we if you drop the noise. demon one down there, he'd be like. Wah! Oh, yeah, no, there are some creepy noises those things make. It's, great. it's a bit weird the other day when we were <laughs> in the pool. <laughs> we were in the pub the other day and we were playing
2: it and you were just like right I'm going to have a go on this and I was like hang on that's me you drop in there Yeah, and I'm going to hear my little cat just your guy do it. just it's, like- it's quite sadistic <laughs> isn't it yeah.
0: bouncing around and yeah. then it's really funny because then you know on your fifth run of the playthrough when they get to the bottom you see all the all the <laughs> bodies, so the bodies.
1: <laughs> and they're all smiling away, just like just
0: <laughs> <laughs> paralyzed logs it's weird so i think there's potential and hopefully as we say the app is going to roll out more i think they've done a really good job at getting a huge user base to jump on i had people who i didn't even knew uh like played any games let alone nintendo games as like sending me friend requests it
2: helps
1: out it's top of the the app store chat it kind of reminds you how powerful the app store is like mobile gaming at least in our like little sphere has kind of disappeared in the last couple of years mm. and seeing suddenly everyone going like, oh, I've got me Mo and you're like, this person has, hasn't owned a n- Nintendo console. Like, even exactly. school yeah. friends yeah. haven't owned a console since the N64. Like, seeing mm-hmm. them playing a Nintendo game is really weird. Yeah. And
0: I'm sure some of them, uh, yeah, as you said, never played Wii or Wii U. Yep. So making a me is something that they've never seen before. That's, that's just really interesting. That's oh, I never yeah, thought yeah. about. That could be quite
2: a novelty for them, actually. Yeah, because for us, I mean, I've created... Myself and
0: we formed far too many times. More times <laughs> than there were consoles, <laughs> I, right? Just yeah, affecting it, just, it.
1: Absolutely. Oh, God, have you guys ever done the... the taking a photo of yourself oh my gosh it's it's better in mitomo than it's ever been before the wii u one was hilarious yeah. like some of the stuff because at the time oh. wii u came out i had like shoulder length long hair and <laughs> it could not understand what was my face <laughs> like, it just didn't know what was going I on i tried
0: to do it with this one because i was like all right this is cutting edge this is my iphone camera mm. this is gonna be great yeah and it was like took a picture and was like is this okay rory like huge baggy sad eyes <laughs> and a grey gro- goatee oh yeah. you like a
2: like
1: a non-matching
2: goatee that was weird it's really weird it's not good with light is it at all no, no it doesn't, doesn't like turn it. the light I on I understand and I was doing mine in the evening and I went to do it and it's just pitch black so <laughs> it's like we're not picking anything up <laughs> and that's that's like, just <laughs> turn the light on just create like a Nightman <laughs> Itomo <laughs> just,
1: just a black screen it's like Spinal Tap album cover with a face <laughs> Nightman <black>. the Itomo it's <laughs> <laughs> amazing <laughs> um, yeah no the interesting thing about this, is like if they're not making games and they've got four, like they, they've said, they're making five smartphone apps. Right. Yeah. They've got four more left. Right. So they've done social media. Mm hmm. What else are they doing on phones? What else are they going to do? Are they Are going to have Hopefully, Nintendo <laughs> Tinder? <laughs> like, Nintendo Tinder? Like,
2: oh, my God. Nintendo. That, Nintendo right, right. that would be So great. let's
1: just stop this and copyright that idea like, right now. They, you have to find your princess. That's yeah. It. Yeah. Pokemon yeah. Go's okay. taken Foursquare already, so they can't do that. Like, yeah. what else are they... I, I just... I know Nintendo are the people with all the ideas, and there's a reason I don't work <laughs> for them. But I cannot understand what they're going to do with Nintendo properties but not games. And they're saying oh yeah there won't be games. They they don't want them to be seen as games. They'll have game elements. Yeah they want people to go and buy their games after Mm -hmm. they've played the apps. So I just don't know what they're going to be aiming for. It'd be interesting especially
0: because they've kind of tackled the the social version. Yeah like It'd be you interesting I am definitely down yeah. for Nintendo. Sign me up. I will swipe <laughs> all night. Oh, that me screams real good. <laughs> swipe right. <laughs> your your uh, Nintendo Mitomo is yeah. just like looking for a good time. He's yeah, just zoomed <laughs> right in on yeah. his horrible
1: face, just going, I like <laughs> walks on the beach.
0: <laughs> so that is Mitomo. And as you said, hopefully it will get a little bit more exciting. But on to some more positive news mm. one that I'm really excited about. And and I'm sure you guys probably aren't quite as excited because uh, I don't know about you Joe but I no. know Dale you're not as big of an Xbox player no. as uh, I am have you <laughs> I, played any or a lot or oh yeah
1: well I just came from official Xbox magazine I would be a bad employee <laughs> that's why I was fired and why I'm here um, yeah no I, I'm, I'm a big Halo fan but um, yeah. I have not played much of infection mode which exactly which is what, which is what we're
0: going to be talking about so this is a really popular game mode it I think it started off around the time of Halo 3 and was in a lot of the series leading mm. up to that they didn't have an Four, yeah, but they just weird. announced they're bringing it back to five. So essentially, what it is, I mean, you could probably get a lot from the, the I think title I could itself. Is it,
1: it, it's some possibly zombies? Yes, it's, it's essentially so wild zombies. So, dark, yeah. it, was, it started off as a Halo Two custom, like a user-built game mode called right. Zombies, I okay. think. Which was or maybe it was called Infection at the time. Either way, it always, has always had a zombie element. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you've got one team, uh, like quite a large team, mm-hmm. of uninfected people who are just normal Halo players, like running around shooting people and stuff. Of course. Then the zombie team appear, and they are, for a start, they're always green that's a thing Um, they've always got energy swords and whenever they kill someone who's uninfected they then right, respawn okay. as an infected. So it's basically, you know, a big... The, the mode is, let's not let the whole team swing to zombies by sure. the end of yeah.
0: it. Yeah. So, it, like, uh, there is some weapon limitations. So zombies will have the energy sword, so they can not actually shoot. As they're known to do. But, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah. just Well, <laughs> zo- zombies, by their very nature, are inconsistent. So, you know. Um, but they're also a lot, <laughs> also a lot faster. I know, you're not used to roaring <laughs> in the Partridge codes. I'm like the new Tilly. Um, <laughs> So the the zombies are way faster and they can jump higher and that makes it easy, obviously, for them to, like just sneak into small bits right. but it's really great at the start because as you said the team who aren't infected are all obviously on the same side and what they'll usually do is hunker down into one base mm. and have like w- they'll all watch windows and things right. it's kind of cool. like Rainbow Six Siege and you have one team trying to like break in yeah. and of course with a zombie you can just die and respawn and die and respawn so you find yourself just like jumping like lunging in trying to just take them out nice. so it's like zo- at the Sounds end cool. as well, yeah. you're Am down right? to like two people and you're like back to back just zombies <laughs> like hunting in it's right? amazing I the zombies
1: don't have shields as well so it's much easier to kill the-
0: yeah so uh, I believe um the defending team have I think it's a shotgun and a handgun mm-hmm. so also again you like The zombies have to get close to kill you, Mm. but you don't have a lot of range either, so it's really difficult to
2: kill the zombies. What you're describing, it sounds a little bit like heroes versus villains in Battlefront, except for you're not taking on the heroes. Yeah, yeah. Or taking on the villains, I should say, yeah.
0: I'd say so. But it's great as well, because the balancing is so great that it's equally fun to be a zombie as it is someone defending. Mm. You know, when you get turned, you're like, oh, okay, fine, but now I get to go. Especially if you've been on the defending team for a long time, and you get turned to a zombie, and you know where everyone is hiding in the building, because they're like your friends that you were just fighting with so then you can come (laughs) in and it's great it's a fantastic game but this is just part of my love for zombie games I like, absolutely, I'm addicted to zombie games. Really? Dead Island, Dead Rising, Left for Dead. Do you know, I I feel like you're fatigued with them at this point? Oh, oh, no. I don't get it. I yeah. just
2: love them so much. I, I dabbled with uh, Zombie, you know, the... What was Zombie U? Oh, yeah, a, see. So it's a PlayStation Plus 3 game this month, mm. and I tried it on, and no, wasn't feeling it. That's a bit of a but, sketchy one, too, yeah, wasn't based feeling a whole it. zombie... Like, I mean, even Resident Evil,
0: like, I just... All the zombie games, I just have an immediate pull towards them.
2: I mm.
1: mean, like, yeah, uh, zombie games have never been my thing. Like, there's just something about them that doesn't quite click. I mean, they've mm. spawned some of the best stuff ever, like Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Like, yes. if zombie games didn't exist, we wouldn't have action games as we know them. That's mm-hmm. that's just how it works. So I I kind of appreciate them. But I've never quite... I just, see, I don't know why I don't like them, because I love... Dynasty Warriors, which is essentially the ultimate zombie game, which is You're one, so man, right. one so man wades right. through crowds of useless, shambling idiots right. for yeah. an hour at a time. Um, which, yeah, I'm super I never that, even thought about that. Yeah, Dynasty mm. Warriors is one of the best zombie games it, it kind out, all of all time. Right. But I guess that's because it's an empowerment thing. Like, a lot of zombie games are, if they touch you, you are dead. Yeah. Mm. Whereas Dynasty Warriors is about... It doesn't really matter unless a thousand of them touch you. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess there's a difference in empowerment. Um, actually, saying that, Zombie U was one of the um, was one of the few zombie games that really worked for me. Really? But it was as a Wii U game where they were using that gamepad a of lot. Of course, like yeah,
2: for the, It just dig- feels really clunky and... Like, it
1: feels like from a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Like, it's like, totally what it is. Even when it came out on Wii U, it felt like a game from the 90s. Yeah. But that was kind of part of its appeal. It was, right. it was this idea that it was it took everything from you and when you were down to like a cricket bat in Shadwell Station yeah. where right. I've been quite a lot like just being like fuck It's yeah. just like sweeping around in stupid British zombies yeah. and then and then coming across like one of your dead friends like an online friend oh, who really? was okay. yeah so it, so has, a Souls, it. it has a Dark Souls it has sort of a Dark Souls thing if your friends die yeah. they leave behind a zombie of theirs oh, that awesome. you can then go and kill now you're speaking my language Dark Souls Dark Souls let's yeah. go, go, oh, yeah, go absolutely <laughs> and, and it, that that was that really worked for me. Yeah, um, right. there was something, and it and it was kind of really silly as well. It went in for the whole like John D. Elizabethan like plagues and like yeah. just really dumb magic, dark magic story line So What and did stuff. you
2: think of Dying Light? Did you play Dying Light?
1: Dying Light, um, so amazing game. I played a little bit of it, and I really liked what I played, but just stuff got in the way. But that's that's again, that's my kind of zombie game, where yeah. it's I'm so much better than these zombies that <laughs> yeah. like it's not. If they get me, that's a, it becomes a problem again. And especially the nighttime stuff. Yeah, I was really a little bit trickier. trickier. Exactly. Go, I just, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't quite as into that. But like, I mean, I'm a huge Mirror's Edge fan as well. So right. just being able to do first person parkour it again, like, yeah, course, yeah. Be a perfect game. Then it was great. Um, I do want. Yeah, I need to get back into that because the following looks great as well. Mm-hmm. That. Yeah, the, yeah. the big like countryside element of it seems fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've just, not, I've just not tried it enough.
0: Well, yeah, the sucky thing is, I would say I could bring in my Xbox and we could all play Infection Mode together, but of course there's no split-screen multiplayer in yeah. Halo, which is one of my big Good times. big problems with it.
1: Did you see um, Gears of War making a big deal about how they definitely have split-screen in all <laughs> modes this week? Good for you, Gears like, of War. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good for you. They
0: understand. So we, we can all play Gears of War together. Yeah. That's a happy, happy solution. That'd be nice. Cool. Speaking of weird games... <laughs> nice, nice. Nice. Seamless Excellent. segues. Joe, you've been... Uh, uh, checking out some cool stuff. Yeah, we- so I,
1: I went to um, a cool indie games festival and uh, home of our horrible asshole rivals, Eurogamer. <laughs> 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 we like those guys. It's fine.
0: I'd love to I'd love to um- kind of, like, encourage the illusion that when we meet each other, it's some sort of Anchorman-esque, yeah. like... <laughs> yeah, that exactly. we all like yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, then Kotaku show up with baseball bats. Just and,
1: swinging Wiimotes.
2: <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> um, I went to rest, and rest... Um, but rest is, is an amazing event, like... Uh, if you've been to big video game sort of, uh, you know, cons- uh, consumer-facing conferences before, yeah. Yeah. they're always in a big room, mm. and it smells of sweat, and <laughs> just it's awful, and everything's overpriced. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm at home. Rest is in this very <laughs> strange building, as of the last few years at least, it's in this very strange building where essentially it was originally built as a shopping centre, and then they turned it into a sort of commercial event mm-hmm. space. Okay. Um, this makes it sound very boring. Essentially what this means is everyone has their own like little rooms, so it's kind of like walking around and going to shops, but all the shops are selling is just being able to play free games yeah. for 15 minutes at a time. And it's really nice that because all the cool. developers hang That's out. Cool. And because it's indie-focused, everyone is kind of on the same level. There's no elitism. There's no, like, big lines for stuff unless it's for VR. And, yeah. and you just get to see really weird stuff. And so I kind of made it my mission to go around rez and find the weirdest possible stuff nice. I could, because it's always the home of guys just in their bedrooms making experiments and coming out pasty faced and sweaty <laughs> into the light and going
0: try my way. Up. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> um,
1: I do love the thought of <laughs> you showing up to this event and each little room is like a jail cell,
0: it's and you just go in and they're like chained to the walls. Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. start the
0: console, start
1: it. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so one of the first things I saw. Uh, at Resd was uh, a game called Knife to Meet You um, right. Love it I'm right. sold so, I invest um, how knif- much money do you want I'll write the exactly. check right <laughs> so now Knife to Meet You is by um, I can't remember the guy's name which sucks but basically he previously he made the, the what he calls the f- world's first one dimensional platformer which is essentially a strip of fibre optic cable and you press a button to jump over obstacles on it like that's it that's the whole game and it's unusually exciting right. um, his new game Knife to Meet You is a small wooden console with three big red arcade buttons on it. It's a three-player co-op game. You all sit down, and all you have to do is keep your fingers on these arcade buttons, all three of you, and an LED meter... uh, Bigs up. Like, bigs up. but <laughs> can't, can't speak. It expands a progress bar. And when the progress bar fills up, you go to the next level. Right. The obstacle here is that there is a real knife swinging around, trying to hit your fingers as you are holding on to these arcade buttons. I'm down. An actual... Physical knife in real life. Yes, a real yeah. life knife. So as you are a real life knife. How, how fast is this knife spinning? Well, exactly. Yeah. As the as the levels go up, the knife not only gets faster, it gets more devious. So it will fly <laughs> past. Devious your, knife. You it will fly, No, it will fly past your finger. He Starts rubbing his hands together. So, <laughs> so, it's going exactly. so the knife will go <laughs> shoop, 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 and then it will go past your finger. So you'll lift it up. And then as you put your finger back down, it will come back. Like, it will just stop and go, and try to get you again. Nice. And it just gets more and more horrible as this knife tries to just hit you. I should add, it is a blunt knife so right. it cannot hurt yeah. you okay. okay
0: maybe lead with that Joe yeah. I'm <laughs> like I'm trying to look at your hands see if you've still got them but all but the point the point here, he's a
1: hardcore player the point here is that your he mind he comes back
0: like guys I played some great games as <laughs> as <laughs> as
1: <laughs> as just nubs, <laughs> nubs just <for> nothing <laughs> just bleeding um, <laughs> I've been in hospital for days it's, it's the, the point here is that your mind it's really hard to switch off the fact that a, course, br- yeah. an object you recognise as a knife is coming for your finger yeah And it's amazing. Like, it's so much fun. It's this really odd, stressful arcade experience. The only thing that I've got to compare it to is did you ever play those old arcade games where you had to keep your hands on a thing and it said it was giving you an electric yeah, shock. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's basically that. Um, there's also, there's a game called The Pain Station in, uh, it's in a German art muse- museum, which is a game designed... you <laughs>
0: did not just go into a dungeon. I did, This is a weird games convention. Yeah, yeah. I've
1: got did stocks have, over. Why oh, am yeah. I yeah. handcuffs? <laughs> <laughs> this just doing a big hood. <laughs> yeah. but, so there's a game in, uh, I think it's the Computer Spielen Museum in, uh, in nice, Berlin. Nice, nice. Um, it's the, <laughs> It's, it's called the there. Pain Station, and you have to sign a, or you, at least you had used to have to sign a waiver before you played it. And it's a game of Pong, except when you um, lose a point, you either get whipped, shot, <laughs> um, or your you have to keep your hand on this like panel, or the panel will heat up or give you a shock. Like right. So it's designed to hurt you. You don't lose points for losing, it's just if you let go of that panel, you lose a point. So that's about as close as I can come. Like Pride <laughs> is what you
2: lose. I, exactly.
1: I
0: feel like we're moving backwards.
1: Like, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> when Hardcore I'm, gamer is k- about to get more intense. When I was a
0: kid, we used to play a game called Knuckles. Oh, ah, yeah.
1: I love Knuckles. I
0: feel like we're going the wrong way. <laughs> we're back like, to we've Knuckles. Moved, we've moved past Knuckles. Yeah. yeah. Sonic and Knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> but that's I also, what you do it really quick. I also had those... Um, those ones where it was kind of like a roulette thing, and everyone would put their finger in the little uh, yeah! bit, and then you'd press right, it on and it would yeah. go round, and you didn't know who was going to get the electric shock. Yeah. That was the game. What a horrible experience. I lost, brilliant.
2: I like on the first game. What was it called? Knife or Knife like? to Meet You. Knife <laughs> to Meet You. I like that he's programmed knife AI as
1: well. It's amazing. I'd, so I think it's probably a standard dance that it does, like the motor no, no, just knows no, what no, it's doing, no. but I do like it's the idea that it's AI. AI. It, knows, <laughs> it, it recognizes the most nervous of you and yeah. comes for you.
0: Um, that is such a great movie. To title
1: (laughs) so this this, basically this is all preamble this is the first weird game i saw and it set me on my quest to find the weirdest games and because this is apparently what i do now i have a quiz about the other weird games i found we
0: love quizzes okay
1: this is the weird res game quiz how did you like how did you like so we'll start off what genre of game that i played uses an exercise ball in a big wooden holder as a controller is it A, a geography action game, Ooh. B, a bowling strategy game, or C, a football MOBA?
2: I'm going to go C, football MOBA. Football MOBA. I'm going to go bowling strategy. Bowling strategy. G. You're
1: both wrong. It is geography action. Oh, blimey. Right. So <laughs> you move like the <laughs> That's world? That's what I look for in my Exactly. Games. The game is called The World is Flat, and what it is is it just flashes up, find this country, and you've got a map on the screen, and you've got to roll this big yoga ball around. <laughs> like, it's massive. Like, one of those full-on medicine balls, like, rolling yeah, it around yeah. in this thing. It's really satisfying to move. It's got this, like, strange sort of, like, sandy texture to it as you move it around. Um, the the trouble being, as soon as you flip a map over on its head, the world is completely unrecognizable. Right, course, I have no yeah, idea yeah. what I'm looking at anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's just, like, finding... Uh, countries as quickly as you can. It's like Sporkle, but with a yoga ball. It's great. Um, so I, that was cool. Imagine that, like on iPhone, it wouldn't be the exact uh, completely different. It would be it? awful. It, there it would, would be no be point to it at all. Like, and I do think I think he's making this game as a full thing, but I think he's adding peripheral. more to it. Um, well, this is but like, yeah, it's best with a yoga ball. So so I peripheral I costs. I, yeah. are out the, well, that's <laughs> it. Like with with knife to meet you, I could
0: if it's just like a small th- add on that you would have mm. to purchase. That's quite understandable. You have to buy a giant yoga ball <laughs> yeah. in a wooden box. Well, this is the
1: thing. No, they're not trying to sell these. These are more like exhibition games. Right. So you okay. would go somewhere and this would be on. Like that's kind of the pleasure of them. A lot of these come from this place called the Left Field Collection, which got famous last year because they had a game, a VR game, where you were buried alive, and it simulated this by you sitting in a coffin. And it like that was the game. Do you need my uh, headset? Well, because yeah. you're looking around the coffin, it's lit up inside. So oh, okay. it's to simulate the space of the noise inside of the, of the being buried alive. They put, exactly. They put the
0: Oculus on, but it's just turned off. <laughs> <laughs> just turn off like, this is even worse. So <laughs> real.
2: These graphics are incredible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ten out of ten for graphics, but I'm suffocating.
1: So yeah neither of you got the world is flat but that's good we saw it in even even playing field okay one game I saw took a strange spin on cyberpunk fiction Mm. what futuristic profession do you play as in the game VA-11 Hall A which is Valhalla is Ah. it A a cyberpunk accountant B a cyberpunk farmer or C a cyberpunk barman accountant cyberpunk barman barman is correct Ah. exactly is it it's essentially just a game where you're told to mix drinks, but it's all done up like it's um, like Blade Runner or something. It's really strange. And it's got a surprisingly dirty storyline where, like, this professional, this woman who streams herself 24 hours a day comes in and starts asking for drinks, keeps telling you to take your top <laughs> off and stuff. It's really strange. Who like makes a, these? What? Very, who makes these? Don't know. <laughs> who buys a, these? Such a strange thing. Uh, Okay, so there's... That's one, then. Yep, one now. So we've got a game called Reigns. Now, Reigns is a medieval management sim, (laughs) but it's a spin on which popular app? Is it A, Foursquare, B, Tinder, or C, Twitter? Foursquare. A management app. Uh, I'm thinking it might be... Foursquare as well. Medieval Foursquare. You're both wrong. It's Medieval Tinder. Oh. So what it is... You is, mentioned Tinder today. Yeah, I know, What's right? going on? It's, um... <laughs> You'll notice I made the Tinder <laughs> reference. It was because I was thinking about this. <laughs> um, so, a, it's a medieval strategy game where you play a king and people come to you with requests, but you've only ever got like two options you've got right. yes or no. Mm. And it's about managing your kingdom with like a full storyline, but it's told through little cards which you swipe left or right for okay. yes or no. It's really, really cool. It's from um, Devolver Digital, who do just cool games. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. like the hippest. Video games publisher, if that's possible, <laughs> um, and it's got music by Disasterpiece. Who did it follows and Fez. Uh, like I know Disasterpiece. He's done yeah. amazing Ooh. work. Um, so yeah, it looks really really cool. It's out this summer. Good. Uh, okay. If you get bored
0: of Tinder, you play a little bit of that. Exactly. <laughs> Don't mix them up though. Yeah. yeah. Don't mix them up. Yeah. Yes, yes, Twenty-five-year-old this- Susan does not need her farm expanded. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very different.
1: Susan absolutely does not want her husband. <laughs> killed if anyone for on adultery. Tinder
0: needs their fields plowed, that is something completely
1: different. Is that interesting. interesting. They're not. It was, yeah. Yeah. That's some good pun work, dude. Thank you. (laughs) you. Um, (laughs) I got my my host face on. So we're still 1-0 Rory. (laughs) Question four. Manual Samuel is a game with a core mechanic you might otherwise take for granted. What is it? A, you have to remember to breathe. B, every word of dialogue is a QTE. Or C, if you forget to blink, your screen goes black. Ooh. Could be any of them. I'm going to go... C. What what was A again? Uh, to to you breathe. have to remember to breathe. Yeah, that one. You are correct. Yes. This is a game in which you constantly have, a, have to press a button <laughs> to breathe as nice. you walk around. It's ridiculous. <sighs> so, like, you're just walking around. You're doing... It's it's a sort of Octodad quop thing, but in the style of, like, an adult swim cartoon. Uh, you're just some asshole who the <laughs> devil's trying to kill. And so he curses you. Like, it's really hard to walk. Um, like one of the challenges is just to take a successful piss um,
2: like, <laughs> while breathing
1: while, while breathing and, and exactly a breathing makes layer. it hard like breathing it's, is really tough so um, it's like an existing simulator it's exactly just, I need to exist <laughs> but yeah so, existing simulator Sam, yeah apparently Samuel is so is like set up as like the laziest man in the world <laughs> and so you've got to breathe for him like it's really odd um Pump his chest
2: (laughs) (laughs) Samuel, stay with me You have to have
1: staying alive
0: in your headphones All the time while you're playing that game
1: Keep the Uh, beats right Right I met the team behind a fully live action Horror game but where did they film it Was it A an actual Secret nuclear bunker B the house where the Moors murderers lived Or C a still in use Mental hospital A. I want all of
0: these. I want all of these. A, because
1: of how many, like, how descriptive you were about it. A secret nuclear bunker. Yeah. An actual secret nuclear bunker. What was C? C was a still in use mental hospital. I'm going to go see. Oh, Dale's taken over. Oh, it's yeah, an actual nurses. secret nuclear bunker. Have you ever seen those... How um, much of a secret is it? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. a, have you ever seen those pictures on the internet? Of uh, It's a place in Essex where they've got the brown tourism signs on the road, and it right, says, yeah, yeah. secret nuclear bunker. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's yeah, that yeah. secret nuclear bunker. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So uh, apparently it's amazing. Like, I had a chat, long chat with these guys, and um, apparently it's terrifying. Like and that really weird stuff down there because people just go hmm. and they rent it out for a weekend and then they leave everything they had behind so there's stuff everything from like the room the prime minister would have gone in during the cold war if there'd right. been a nuclear attack to a script for a porno that someone filmed in there that they just left behind. Like, they were just walking around in this terrifying place.
0: Wait, 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 wait. (laughs) People have filmed... (laughs) Wait, I'm not... People have
1: filmed pornos in this secret nuclear bunker. That is a thing. You haven't seen that porno? (laughs) (laughs) What, Weapon of Mass Destruction? (laughs) Oh,
2: yeah. (laughs) I've been meaning to go and get my script back as well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um... So, you can just rent it now? Apparently. That's a thing. Just add, like, it's not like, like an Airbnb
1: or something? <laughs> well, it's like a tourism place, so I suppose it's like an event Location,
0: or something. I would love to do a podcast from a secret nuclear bunker. Just be very echoey, yeah. very echoey. Yeah, I'm not sure yeah. About the, the production it sounds terrible.
1: Reason. They were telling me they would. Um, someone was showing them around, and there was like, "There's a really long tunnel um, yeah. into the hillside that it's built into." And they were like, "Oh, we were kind of like, oh, I get it, because you, you know, to escape fallout, you've got to go down this tunnel." Yeah. No, the point was that it was a really long tunnel, so that if people tried to get in after the nuclear po- nuclear apocalypse, they would have guards at one end who could easily shoot anyone that came in. So, so the idea is they just mow people down in this tunnel. It's good strategy. Terrifying good strategy. practicality. Um, so yeah, that's that's the bunker which is coming out this summer as well. So nice. tied now. Two T- one. No, isn't it? it's two one Two style. one, mate. No. Yeah, yeah. damn it. You got that. You have to remember to breathe. <laughs> right weird it's because it. I forget that all the yeah, time I know yeah. right you're constantly collapsing in your chair <laughs> I'm We're like a
0: news video and it's just like
1: <laughs> <laughs> someone give Rory a kick again yeah. he's forgotten to There's read his videos <laughs> are right off uh, right final question so you can only draw Rory okay
0: or, or we could do "Winner takes all Winner takes all Winner takes I'm all I'm good I don't Winner. think Dale's got <laughs> to go for it. Really. in
1: position here <laughs> right what is the game Pool Panic Is it A, a swimming racing game with the mechanics of road rash? Is it B, a billiards game where the balls are alive and don't want to be hit? Or is it C, a game where the entirety of the Dorset town of Poole is on fire and everyone in it is on fire too, and you're the only person who can save the day, but you're on fire as well? I think A, because I feel like you're leaning,
2: like you're trying to make us want to choose C. I think...
0: I hope it's A because that sounds really cool. <laughs> yeah. I would definitely play that game. It I'm gonna good. go a. a.
1: You both went for A. Yeah, it is B. A billiards game <sighs> where the balls are alive and don't want to be hit. It's <laughs> hilarious. Like so, it's all done up like a, like it's sort of adventure time style looking and all the balls have these horrible little faces and as you smash them they're just like and like scream into the pockets and stuff it's so much fun so they they, they don't want to be hit but they they can't move they're still in the no, so some of them can so there's different classes like red ones can't move yellow ones can run around then there are like grey ghostly balls that know when you're pointing the cue at them and you're like this really (laughs) smug white cue ball just going like smashing into all these Other balls. It's horrible. It's really funny, and all the uh, tables are done like it's got like a Mario-style overworld. Right. Okay. And all the tables are done sort of like platforming levels. So sometimes all the pockets are um like blocked off and you've got to smash bits of like weird boulders away to reveal other holes on the table and stuff it's really cool actually actually, i actually really really like the sound of that yeah brilliant Great. so much fun what was that for uh it's currently just um pc like it's a very early alpha that they were showing off but it looks amazing and it's really funny do you remember the name of it pool panic oh pool panic it is pool panic So yeah, we'll definitely check that out. That's all my weird res games. I saw some good stuff. Yeah, but you also
0: got the chance to play... um, The chance to to play. play. The chance to play. (laughs) This is the section of the podcast where I talk like Sean Connery. (laughs) You also got a chance to play PlayStation VR.
1: That sounds good. Thanks, (laughs) O'Connor's voice. Red
0: October, standing by. (laughs) Uh, What did Uh, you think? Because I I got the chance to play
1: it um, last year at Paris Games Week, and I thought it was great. I I had an absolute blast. So the most interesting thing to me, like I've played um, a fair bit of Oculus Rift, is that not that it's any better. Like, Mm -hmm. it's kind of the same functional experience. Mm. It's way more comfortable. But like the headset is so much more comfortable.
0: Yeah, we're getting to a weird, weird time with VR where I know that there there is major differences between the headsets, but um, to a layman you can't tell. Like, honestly, and it's such for me especially. Um, like using VR is still a, a pretty exciting experience, definitely. And yeah. the the chance to do it is so far apart from previous ones and yes. future ones that I have not. I can't compare it. There's no comparison. And it literally a lot of the time just does come down to. The comfortability of the headset,
1: yep. how much you can tell that you're in it. I yeah, suppose. because like,
0: I mean, I when I started using VR, we were already past the problems of motion tracking yeah, and yeah. you know, and screen resolution and blurriness and things. Like I've only had really good experiences, mm. and it is funny that now it's literally getting down to what's the comfiest headset, what's it's, the lightest. Like it's so strange, insane.
1: but it's an amazing thing. Like if um, if no one's used it, it's essentially you put a sort of band around the back mm. of your head, like it just sits o- over the top of your skull, mm-hmm. and then it's sort of, the headset itself is on a rail and you sort of push it into your face. So you haven't got, like, an Oculus, which is goggles, essentially. It's just... You kind of just place it until it's close enough, but it's not squeezing your head. Mm. Um, And yeah, what that amounts to is that it's way more comfortable to look around and it doesn't feel heavy on your face. You're not being dragged down. So I played a couple of games. I played Res Infinite, which is essentially a VR version of the original PS1 Res, which was cool... But the problem of Rez is that you're always hanging behind this guy. So when you're looking around. So you're not actually the guy. You're, you're in not third the person. guy. Because if you were the guy, you'd be throwing up constantly because <laughs> it is a man flying through yeah, yeah. a formless yeah, void yeah, yeah. Um, at incredibly <laughs> high speed. So that was cool. And it's a, you know, Rez is amazing. So yeah. that was a fun thing to do. But yeah. it, it was what it was. Whereas I've also played Riggs, which is their like mech sports game. So th-
0: Riggs, is this the one that is is so strange it's like an e-sport inside of a game
1: yes Mm. so you are in um, to be honest it's kind of closest to Rocket League where it feels like it's an established sport that you are joining but in this case I think there are different modes but the mode I played was essentially mech basketball yeah but you are the ball Right? Really? Okay. I thought you were in the maxi. So, you're in the maxi? Yeah. <laughs> I just uh, you sitting in the chair and you're like, Wow! <laughs> just getting yeah. tossed in all my room. I just, got this, I just got, got this. I just got the Easter egg mode where all the other players were just throwing me around. <laughs> I'm just this guy in the middle of the room going, Whoa! <laughs> um, Yeah, no, it was... Uh. behind you, Should we tell him that's a glitch? No, no, he's no, having no, fun. No, he I was it how does, out. It. How did you enjoy, enjoy ball mode, sir? What oh. uh, didn't really so, get to do much. just yeah. sort of looked around. But it was amazing. <laughs> (laughs) Um, so you're you're a guy in a mech suit and uh, there are teams of three uh, three on three and if you kill three other mechs so you've got these big guns obviously Mm because it's a mech game which really nicely I don't know why I'd never assumed that this would be the case but you just aim by looking so if you see someone you just follow them with your eyes and you just as they go it's really satisfying like it's quite fun Um if you kill three people or you pick up three of these like orbs that are scattered around or they drop when they die you then go into this overdrive mode and then you jump through this enormous hoop like above the center of the arena Okay, and that's how you score Oh wow! Which is really fun because, uh, unfortunately, I was playing with quite simple AI because I think it was designed to make you feel really good at the game. Yeah, yeah. which I was. Yeah. Um, and um, <laughs> you sit down. Don't so need it. Hard mode. Hard mode. Natural
2: esports. Here we go. In <laughs> the final version,
1: where it's three on three online what you 're going to have is people playing defense, so they sit next to the hoop and just like batter people away whenever they oh come out which is incredibly awesome. satisfying, yeah, yeah. like stopping someone from scoring by punching them <laughs> out of the air at high speed is incredible oh yeah, so it 's got this really interesting mix between your classic mech game just shooting people and watching robots mm. explode and also the kind of compulsive simplicity of sports like yeah. you've only got one interaction which is kill people get in the hoop that's yeah. it <laughs> get in that hoop I think that's um, like yeah, a lot great.
0: of esports benefit from simplicity like yep. Rocket League is going to be a great one because it's Definitely. really approachable for audiences who aren't familiar mm-hmm. with uh, the game because it's essentially I have such an easy time when I have someone who is playing the game for the first time and they're like mm-hmm. okay so how do I play I'm like it's football with cars yeah exactly Honestly, have you played amazing. Mario
1: Kart have you played football yeah, yeah. It's, those two yeah. Things. it's
0: pretty great and they're like how do I shoot and I'm like you don't Yeah, you mm -hmm. don't you just drive around Um, yeah and it's so Rigs is really interesting to me I'm actually excited about Rigs that that one that was one I wasn't really sure about I'm I'm very cautious now about uh, I feel like there was a point where a lot of companies were making games for the for the sole purpose of them to become an esport like trying to create a game that would have that exactly and then Mm. I feel like that got some companies in a mess and everyone's trying to make these MOBAs with like teams that you build Mm. and You know, I honestly think it's much more better to try and do something original than replicate someone else's success. But rigs, I mean, a VR esports that is something different yeah. and that actually sounds like it could have a lot of potential. Yeah. Especially if there's uh, multiple game modes and things, that sounds really interesting.
1: And as someone who's just liked big robots his whole life, Who doesn't there is love big robots? <laughs> <about> <laughs> everyone loves a good name. Being just in one and seeing like stuff. all the name, you know, like the manufacturers of the guns written yeah, on the guns yeah. as you look around and like there's a long sequence before you start where you're in the kind of garage and these guys are coming up to you and being like, I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love and then, this. I love like this. a drone comes over and lifts you into nice. your suit and it's just like, it's, it's such a great idea for VR, which yeah. is yeah. just you're in this, but you don't... There's no possibility of... You, it's got that cockpit thing where you're not moving around, so there's no cognitive dissonance in your head. <laughs> like, sure, yeah. you're never going to feel sick playing it. But if it this the, game mm, wasn't on VR, what would you think? Uh, it would be fine, but it would be nowhere near as cool. No. That's basically it.
2: Like, my concern is, I mean, I love playing Rocket League, but I could sit there playing Rocket League for hours on end. Yeah. I don't think with... This is with all VR games. I don't think I'm going to be wearing that headset more than in half an hour no. spurts. And
1: I think... I think it's got something of the Rocket League about it it's not yeah. quite as obvious like okay. Rocket, like we were saying Rocket League is just here you go yeah. This, yeah. this is Definitely, how it works yeah. you know forever how this mm. works there's a bit more nuance to rigs. like the one thing I didn't quite get until the end was you've got these three different like modes on your suit so one repairs you one you do more damage and one you move faster right. by the end I was like oh this is great but it took me yeah, yeah, 20 minutes to work yeah, out what course, was going yeah. on um, so there is that slight barrier but I think it would work without VR. I don't know whether hmm. they'll release it because, like you were saying, everyone's making eSports, and the fact yeah. that it's a VR eSport does differentiate it. Like, maybe mm-hmm. that's how it gets its biggest yeah, possible maybe. audience.
0: Yeah, as in, you know, it's it's teams that we just watch playing this game in yep. VR and it's not a big consumer hit. Yeah. Because it's going to take a while, I think, well, till but we, we have... VR has to hit first before yeah, the game yeah, exactly exactly. can hit. Exactly. Yeah. We had a great... Mm. Um, I was playing some uh, some VR games. I think it was like last weekend, uh, and I was at a party with uh, Chris. Okay, it's the most modern party ever. <laughs> it, was, it was it was so funny. So this was it was the first time I would used VR. Tilly playing as well. He, th- yeah, this is this is the, why it's such oh, a good story. We go. Chris Tilly playing VR, incredible, <laughs> incredible experience to watch. <laughs> um, so it was the first time I'd play it where you have the um, you know the what do you call them the things the move that you ones? use. Uh,
2: we on PSVR? So,
0: no, it was it was on Vive. So it was just, a similar like uh oh, mechanics you can use to pick yeah. up, holding pick up, yeah, items, holding um, things. That <laughs> blew my tiny little mind. That was unbelievable. <laughs> like having to actually pick up guns yeah. and like I can throw them and I could do all of this stuff it was incredible. I mm. was literally holding them like a gangster, like running of through a train station. Yeah, of course you were. It was amazing. And then uh, so I had a blast. And Chris was up next. And of course, yeah. who doesn't want to just sit and watch <laughs> Tilly <you> play <laughs> VR? <laughs> so we he goes through the same level that I do and you start off in a train station. So he's walking through this train station and literally first thing he does you know there's guns everywhere like anything you can <laughs> literally do anything you want in this virtual world queue up to get a ticket he sees a can on the floor <laughs> and picks it up and tried to drink it <laughs> in vr he lifted a, a virtual reality can to his mouth it was the uh, weirdest if thing if that was a monster world. energy
2: drink you would have done exactly the same <laughs> and <you know> it.
0: <laughs> it was so funny as well because after he had to he couldn't <laughs> beat the demo they had to just end it and we went back to um uh Krups and everyone until he was like i just played VR for the first time (laughs) we were like we know me. You've got
2: the marks. <laughs> he had goggles marks. Like, Let me tell you about the canvas it
1: <laughs> Couldn't taste a thing. Amazing.
0: Well, I was saying how fun it would be if we, if I had seen him do it, and I put a beer to his mouth. <gasps> that would have blew his mind. Be like, Guys, VR is the future. Well, I was, like, I, was I really you. felt like I was drinking this beer. I think
1: I was telling you a friend of mine once ate his dinner in Skyrim. Uh, like he went to a, a bar in Skyrim in Oculus Rift. Yeah. Right. And sat down and. Like put a plate of Skyrim food in front of him and then ate real food while he was doing it, and he went into it as a sort of joke. He was like, he was doing it for an like a like a YouTube show he was yeah. doing, and um, yeah, like he he was like, well, this is really weird. Like actually, this does work. Yeah. Like your brain is tricked somehow. Like, obviously, absolutely... it wasn't one to one. Like no, the... not at all. But <laughs> but something about looking at food as you eat food. That does make so your brain. Do this, it. Is, yeah. this is
0: how the Matrix starts, people. <laughs> yeah. if, you, if, you, if he had recorded two more episodes, he wouldn't want to be on. No, that's it. Well, he really was, like, yeah, I was
1: telling you, he had a. He went to sleep in Half Life once. Like he he went to sleep as a sort of like City Seventeen <laughs> trap, and he kept being woken up during the night by uh, the little bots that come over and take flash pictures off of you. He just kept waking up. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's I'm well really worth it. I
0: can't wait till we get eventually a headset into the office and we can all just... Definitely. Just play with it. so much fun. But as we were talking about Rocket League, it seems fitting to move on to one of the other topics of conversation, which is that they just announced the Rocket League Collector's Edition. Um... Did That's you, some, some exciting Did you put this on here as well? I put this on so here. So another negative story. Yeah, I know. What are the odds? Two of Maybe, your stories have the word boring in them. Maybe boring. this is it. I'm always really optimistic because I'm not the host. And then <laughs> yeah. when it's me, I'm just like, well, the world's kind of <laughs> shit today, isn't it? Yeah. I've got a plan for First topic of the conversation. My loved ones die eventually.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so yeah, unfortunately, this is a bit of a con. The collector's Edition is a really con? Is it How is it a con? It's not a con. I didn't say a con. You did. You said this is a bit of a con. Did I? Yeah. yeah. You're right. I don't know. I think I'm having a stroke. I was going to say, man, that's actual
2: like slandering. It's, it's not a con. It's not you a don't con. You have to buy it.
0: It's just bad it's just there's a lot of cool opportunities that you could do especially if you're having a collector's edition where you know you could do a physical release of the game maybe you could have a remote control like little rocket league is it that type of collector's edition though isn't it just the name
2: of the boxed version
0: no you you get you well what you get with it is all digital content but it's essentially just cards that you can purchase outside of the collector's edition
2: it's it's more like a game of the year edition isn't it
0: I guess, but I feel like then you shouldn't really label that as a collector's that's edition. That's what I'm I saying. Like I yeah, think it's collector's just, just the
2: terminology is probably wrong,
1: but... it's and I, but I, I, The I, problem I, is that people want a collector's oh, edition yeah, of Rocket totally. League. Like, it's pe- some of yeah. people's favourite game yeah, yeah. by this point. Like yeah, it.
0: and it's weird. It's like, I don't know what the incentive is to get the collector's edition. I think maybe they have a car or maybe skins that you can't necessarily buy, but it's so minimal. A lot of it that's in the edition is available in Who's the buying packs. this? I,
2: I have no idea, because if it, you could say, well, I don't play online, and it's like... Mm-hmm. Well, you're not going to enjoy Rocket Rocket League again. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It is weird. And as I said, you know, if even, um, like,
0: a lot of uh, collector's editions they have the standard sort of thing which is like an art book which people would be like an art book for Rocket League I would genuinely be quite interested in seeing the like early designs of Rocket League and the mechanics yeah absolutely it's called called
2: called, supersonic uh, whatever it's called it's
0: the last game (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: that's basically Rocket League
0: I think there's I think there's some cooler things you could do with a collector's edition than offering digital I totally agree yeah definitely which is a bit unfortunate but we've already all got the game so are you a collector's edition guy I'm absolutely not a collector's edition guy I don't think I've ever bought a collector's edition in my life. I've never got it. I I do. I know why some people get it, because um, uh, we're very fortunate in this job to be able to do unboxings for some collector's editions. And... Um, I think only one time I got to do it for, I think it was like a Majora's Mask 3DS game. And I was oh, yeah. like talking to the camera, unboxing it with like tears in my eyes, <laughs> like trying to not just pocket these items. Um, so I can absolutely see why people would uh, buy collector's editions. Because if it's your favorite game, yeah. then absolutely, hands down. And there's some really cool things you can get in collector's editions. Not
1: many collector's editions come out long enough after the game came out for you to consider it your favourite game that's the thing I guess, if, thing. It's a, I guess if it's a series day one yeah exactly days, just like, so, yeah. I just yeah, like well, yeah. I don't get it I don't understand that point like so recent like, like the stuff that I've spent money on of you know tangential stuff like so yeah. recently I got the uh, the FTL soundtrack is my favourite soundtrack right. of all time in yeah. games like I think it's incredible and I bought that on double vinyl which was like a, you know a one of a kind record you know like vinyl record and mm-hmm. stuff like it looks amazing um, and but that's been two years after it came out when I've been listening to that soundtrack Absolutely. that entire time. Mm. Like that's, I love it. I cannot understand the idea of anyone looking at a game they don't know about and going, yeah, oh, I want that seven inch figure of Geralt. That's the thing. Like, no. that doesn't
2: make sense to me. It's usually, usually crap, aren't they? Yeah. Like the, the, the toy or the collect- whatever you call it that comes with it is usually poorly made mm. or not what you think it is. I remember there was a, one of the Arkham games. I think it came with um, a Batarang and it was all like, it was plastic. <laughs> Oh, or yeah. oh no! Yeah, and it was just really poorly I, made. I will
0: say I've been I've been disappointed more times than I've been surprised by collector's edition there was items. A couple of times Even um, I the about it. the Pip Boy was a perfect example. Oh, was yeah, awful. that was rubbish. It was yeah. just I was really disappointed by yeah, that. It was terrible. Just the, the like no kind of texture to it. Just yeah. I, don't, I know um, there's a lot of people. A lot of my friends have them and absolutely love them. I don't see a lot of people wearing them no. <laughs> anymore. <laughs> but, uh, that clearly didn't take off. But uh, as well the. Um, I actually know that the Metal Gear Solid hand is is pretty cool. I still have mine on my desk. The what? The the Metal Gear Solid Oh, hand, good. yeah. Hand, this thing. For the benefit of actually, the video? It's, yeah. It's, I would have liked one to... To uh, to scale to
1: move around, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. you can get a full size one, can't you? Nice piece. I think there were full size sure. ones around. I don't know if it's really? maybe that was back. just for like YouTube. Very limiting. I yeah, imagine. yeah. Not there was the ones, what were the, there was the night vision
2: goggles. That was Call of Duty. Oh, Call of Duty. It? Yeah, that's quite a good one. Yeah, yeah. Call of Duty actually do some
0: one. some pretty cool ones. remote control. They card, did remote they? control one because yeah. it's uh, one yeah. of
1: the the kill streaks. Yeah, kill streaks that you could get. And then there's the Dying Light guys. The Techland guys always do ludicrous ones. Like Dying Light, you could. By it was like a three hundred thousand pound version of the game, which came with an apocalypse shelter that they'd filled with stuff. I remember that, they would that. Build awesome. it in your house.
0: Are you were gonna say but like it came with a zombie?
1: No, <laughs> like, <yeah>. a real <laughs> actual man <laughs> yeah, given up with on small life. Smallpox. <laughs> <laughs> who tried to kill you?
0: Well, speaking of things that we are actually not that excited about, Ooh. I know I'm going to be Ooh. in the minority yeah, this. Of this. Is I, I'm already ready. No, I'm ready to have a really reasonable adult debate about this. I was no. very, very yeah. underwhelmed by the Rogue One trailer. I do not understand you, insanity. I, I man. know. I, I realize as well. I'm like the only one in the office, yeah. and I'm in not going to take. I don't want to take a stance against it. I want you guys to try and explain to me why. No,
2: Actually, no, no, no I no, no. don't have to Explain no. why
1: something's good. You have to explain what you don't like about this trailer to us.
0: It just so, for example, when I saw the the trailers for uh, Episode Seven, hmm. absolute chills. Yeah. I was yep. so. I'm seeing characters I've heard so much about. I'm seeing this world brought back to life. Rogue One. I have to admit, I don't know a lot about what's going to happen in the film, aside mm-hmm. from just the basic synopsis. It looked like if you had just taken out the uh, the walkers and a couple characters and tie fighters, it just looks like a sci-fi movie. It, it looks it's a, like a, it's with a Star, Star Wars, Wars. Or film. Uh, yeah, the, but that's but, the pitch. But I just, there, I, I don't know. There was nothing that really. I, my breath remained in my body. I was not. I was
2: not blown away. <laughs> did not away. Take, See, take my breath it did away. Not. The best thing about about it for me is it feels like a different kind of film. Yep. But with Star Wars, and yeah. like, how can you hate that if you're a Star Wars fan? It feels like they're they're trying something different to do an attempt really darker theme. It comes across in the trailer to yeah. me. But like, then you've also got these new locations, like these like we've never seen uh, ATATs in like tropical locations, and, and they've got, got those sand
1: troopers and stuff like this. Yeah. It's, it's illuminating the sort of edges of that universe in a way. Well, I suppose, uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of people listening, and I'm not one of these people, unfortunately, who are super into the extended universe stuff. Yeah, yeah. But this is their take on it, the extended universe now, isn't Mm -hmm. it? It's going, here's our Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm -hmm. No surprise it's Disney who owned that as well. You know, like, (laughs) this is how they work now. But...
0: I actually I'm, think Disney's going to be pretty big one of these days. Yeah, I think I'm they've got, think they're they've they're they've doing got
1: a right. good head on their shoulders. <laughs> cheeky, cheeky little upstart. <laughs> <A cryogenically laughs> yeah. Good cryogenically think, uh, frozen old man's head. <laughs> I think they're onto something with this, this Star Wars. They've got Star Wars and Marvel. I don't really
2: know <laughs> what's going on. So with the Rogue One trailer, what do you think, what would have been in it to make you excited about this film?
0: I'm, I'm not entirely sure, because honestly, I didn't see a lot of action sequences. Really? really grabbed me, yeah. You need Watch it again. I, I watched it three times before this podcast <laughs> to see if I had missed anything. Uh, what about the music? The music was good. I thought that was so I thought so the awesome. dialogue was a little bit underwhelming. That's my only complaint. Forrest Whitaker's yeah.
2: bit is quite dull. So was, it, I was, think that I rebel line is oh, kind yeah. of awful. Yeah, I thought that, that was, was awful.
0: And then yeah. the follow-up. So the kind of like rhythm of the trailer is... Um, uh shots fading in, fading out, talking, 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 and then uh cutting to the lead who then delivers a line, which the first mm-hmm. one was I rebel, and then the second one was like, You gotta do this, get the plans. It's like, is that clear? And I was like, Okay, what's the second one, the one yeah. gonna be?
1: yes <laughs> and i'm like what i was like well, i thought it was gonna be something but them, it, is going, it, it is going for the timbre of a war film like it's yeah. meant to yeah. feel like i think like that's that's where, I'm, that's where i'm getting
0: lost is that i i hear rogue one and i know what i'm gonna see when i look at this movie mm. but when i see the trailer it's just it's too far from star wars for me to be excited about it as a star wars film mm. i think that's what i need to do i need to start looking at it
2: as a standalone film Do you think maybe it's because it's in... Like, before the Force Awakens trailer, we'd gone a long, long, long time before we'd seen any Star Wars. Like, it had been a long gap. Whereas this, obviously, we've only seen Force Awakens four months ago. Yeah. And now we've already got a trailer for the next one. Yeah, I suppose. And they might might have taken the edge off it a little bit for you. Not for me. I I mean, imagine...
1: To be fair, if if Rogue One had been the first trailer after all that time, you'd be like what's going I mean, on? I this feel is like weird. it made an impact. Yeah. But it didn't make an impact like the Force Awakens yeah. trailers.
0: Well, made. that's it. So we were playing a lot of Battlefront, I remember, around mm. the time when these trailers were, were, the big trailers were coming out. Mm. And that kind of softened the blow a little bit because we'd all been living in that universe for a while. Every yeah. lunchtime, we yeah, were, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. storming these mountains and everything. Um, so for this one, I feel like it's kind of strange because you you can't have that moment in the trailers that the the trailers for seven could. You can't no. like yes. show the Millennium Falcon and have like not, no. and get that reaction. Like you it have to do done. something, move in a different direction. Um
1: which worked for you
0: guys. Yeah, yeah didn't necessarily work for me, but that doesn't mean it's a bad trailer. I tell
1: I tell you what really gets me about it is that um in a good way I should say is you know how the Jedi were always based on samurai and that, yeah. that ancient kind of mythology. Seeing dudes with actual swords <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. in the Star Wars trailer. That was badass, it, it, <laughs> it, Yeah, cool. take it. I'm going. Well, I should be lightsabers like, so a bit, and then I'm yeah. like, no, obviously this is this is everything <laughs> yeah. George Lucas ever wanted. Like, have, like having Donnie Yen like as a blind uh, swordmaster, yeah. I'm just sitting there going, oh, oh yeah, yes. I don't care what film this is, like this is perfect. There's a few
2: cheeky shots in there as well. There's a the one that looks like it could be the Emperor as well. Is yes, he that bowing yeah, they, down. Yeah,
1: well, so people were saying that they think that might be. Oh, I think it was our own Rewind Theater was saying that it was. They think that might be Snoke. So it's oh, really? filling in. Snoke's backstory Ooh. which actually could be really that, interesting that's a really good yeah. idea if, um, um, that's what it is because why would what, who would the emperor being bow- be bowing down to that's true which so that, that, that is a great idea I'm Ooh, down i hope, hope it is that now actually um, and then yeah and then there's like the you can hear the breath sound of yeah, old is the end like, like, I didn't notice that the first time no that, neither did I that, yeah. and you're like Okay, yeah. this is interesting. That, that, like, that little piece
2: of score at the end as well, yeah. right, which just like mixing sort of, the themes the, the, is yeah, just Imperial like Imperial March mixed with what the main Star Wars theme yeah. as well, wasn't it? And, yeah. yeah, very cool. Oh, I, did mm-hmm. I did love the music. I did love the music. So, what did you think
0: of the Rogue One trailer? You can email us in at the IGN underscore no, god damn it, IGN underscore IGN UK feedback. feedback how is Joe? How is he doing this? paying attention, I should
1: be hosting this shit Uh, (laughs) and also if you want
0: to find out more about the trailer you can watch our rewind theater on IGN where we you know take it shot by shot and break everything down our Mm. Star Wars pros are on it we've got it covered (laughs) Um, I'm not going to start talking about this next part
2: spy guy (laughs) let's talk about spy guy so on Friday I believe we went out Mm -hmm. for lunch and we were in the evening, we were going to Sherlock Holmes' event for what's the game called in Sherlock Holmes? Uh, Sherlock Holmes' The Devil's Daughter. the Devil's right. Daughter, right. And then somehow we got talking about Spy Gear and how Mr. Rory Powers was spy guy numero uno as yeah. a child
1: he was the little he was the guy who had all the mcdonald's happy meals <laughs> I, I loved
2: it that we oh that's
0: right we were talking about spy kids right and i was yeah. saying i was like well the best part was you we got weren't talking spy about spy kids, kids.
1: You, brought, <laughs> you brought independently out of nowhere i can it was a reference for something completely different robert Rodriguez's spy kids Seriously. i love it. seminal classic
0: i love the thought of you guys like talking <laughs> about football or something and i'm like you guys seen spy kids
2: <laughs>
1: but then we found out you were a spy kid you I, the I actually, spy kid. it's
2: funny because
0: because I found it weird that you guys weren't into spy toys when I you had, were like, growing up. I
1: had a, that pen that recorded yeah. noise, but oh, beyond yeah. that, a passive <laughs> interest at yeah. best. It's like, a cool thing yeah. to have. You <laughs> make
0: yeah.
2: it sound like I had a, a fake wall.
0: No, 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 no. You <laughs> like, made it sound like the green like goblin If you break a weird mirror in my bedroom, you can <laughs> go down into my. Let's talk kid. about the set oh, you actually kids. had
2: in your bedroom. Uh, using the PS2 iToy. Oh well? yeah. yeah oh PS2-i yeah. Oh, there's
0: plenty of people on this podcast who so will remember this. The yeah, the the iToy for the PlayStation. You. Could set it as like a CCTV security camera. So I put it on the top and you could, uh, it would set off alarms when it detected
1: motion as and well. And you mm. mixed this with the fact that you had like a motion sensor for your bed <laughs> so that you could tell stuff. if someone moved your bed sheets, which is only ever going to be your mom. <laughs> like, your it was her a lot We're of in. the time.
0: But I'll have you know, Joe, 10% of the time it was the cat. Yeah. yeah. So
1: who's laughing <laughs> you now? You scrolling mm. through 24 hours of iToy for footage to find the cat, cat Being like, case solved for what <laughs> what are you doing 12 year old
0: Rory at the <laughs> dinner table with a cigarette and a pot of coffee <laughs> watching this eye
1: toy footage but just in case you weren't in, sure putting a big like lamp in the cat's face yeah. being like where were you at 3.30 well that's the
2: thing just in case you weren't sure you also had a lie detector watch as I well, had a lie detector watch you put your fingers
0: on <laughs> you, you put your fingers on these two which I guess was supposed to like monitor your heartbeat but probably just, well, to, just they were those, probably just yeah. buttons it's <laughs> just one of those mood ring things isn't it's it wow like, like, I, 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 well, I it caught I out it.
2: Mrs. Power Several times. Oh yeah, I got I
0: got I got money every Christmas uh, when I was in America. The ultimate and, spy toy. And they, they dro- <laughs>
1: Finance. That's how you go and play poker. <laughs> High stakes.
0: And then um, uh, my parents would drive me to Toys R Us and. Toys R Us were the best. They had a whole section on Spy Toys. So I used to get that. I used to get the pens that you can write notes in and then use Invisible UV ink. lights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: which you said the only person who could decipher it is your brother around the same who pen. Had the same pen, yeah. <laughs> not, no, right, not, you need brother. to buy them as a set. you <laughs> yeah.
2: got to buy them as a set. I was, like I pass hate him the note. <laughs> he's like,
1: how's
0: your pen? Pen's working well. How's your pen? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um and then i also had uh binoculars they're like night vision binoculars which as you can believe weren't yeah. real night vision. i was gonna binoculars. say like, how
2: much were these night
0: vision binoculars? They, they had green lenses 3.99 so not very useful in the old dark these you so <laughs> the could, couldn't quite see too well uh no i find it so
2: strange because I, I was like i was did you guys have like a, uh like set of toys that you were really into well like, yeah lots of toys but I would never specifically say I was had a phase of being into spy gear. I was always yeah. like, right, I like I turtles, did- I like Ghostbusters and things like that.
1: But- I had a phase of me and my brother recording sort of elaborate, stupid radio plays onto our mum's dictaphone. Because you could do the thing where you hold down fast forward a little bit, but not all the way. Yeah. And it would record your voice in a faster like as a, at a faster speed, oh. so we could create like different characters just by holding it. Like mm. analog equipment was so dumb, <laughs> yeah. you could break it so easily. Talk boy,
2: do you remember the Home Alone talk? Yes, boy, I yeah. yeah, and yeah. I, me and my brother used to do like radio shows and things like that, I, and that as well. I just cracked the case. Yeah, you were you're, just- you're <laughs> the infamous chipmunk. <laughs> I was.
1: We had a whole <laughs> <Remi> series <again. laughs> of the chipmunks versus put the Put your fingers on my chiller. watch, Joe. <laughs> Look me in the eyes. Are put you your the chipmunk? Are you the chipmunk?
2: You shit on
0: my floor. (laughs) Yeah. So, if you were into any weird type of toys when you were growing mm. up, feel free to email us in and make me feel better well, about should, my own weird addiction to We should point out, out that the connection
1: toys. to the game here is that we then played a 20 minute demo of a Sherlock Holmes game, which
2: we
0: could not finish <laughs> yeah. in 50 minutes. The guy I didn't who have who my equipment, the- alright? You caught me off guard. I didn't have my equipment. <laughs> the guy who
2: made the game had to come over and give us tips. Oh, it was embarrassing. It saw, it we was are really, such bad yeah, detectives. Maybe it says something for the game as it, well. It's a
0: strange game because I, I think what they're going for is to really, really make you when you're stuck in a situation uh, you can't advance because you need to whatever find all the clues in this room Mm -hmm. and I think the idea is that you uh, you know get into the mindset of Sherlock Holmes you take a step backwards and you just think about what you're looking for and yeah. where it would be but the reality of that at least in our case was then just running around the room at double time <laughs> clicking at everything to see yeah. if you can interact with it or what pick it missed. up it had, but maybe that's just impatience i as i said i don't know if it's the game for me yeah. i feel like someone who's really into Sherlock Holmes yeah, would yeah. get great pleasure in actually just taking a step back and trying to work well, out these things and it had
1: some great ideas like there's there's one element which i think was in the last game in the series I'm not entirely sure Mm -hmm. where you can kind of construct a situation and then play it out in yeah, Sherlock Holmes' head. Imagination cool. mode or Yeah, something? so imagination yeah. mode, so you go like, if I knock this over, what's this person going to do? Yeah. And you kind of visualise it. It's like weird holograms walking yeah. around this room. And then once you finish the puzzle, you set it in motion and then that actually happens. And that's really cool and it feels very Sherlock Holmesy. y yeah. Then there's moments where you're trying to eavesdrop on conversations and it does that by doing a quick time event where you're having yeah. to put, you know, hold the two joysticks into these circles on the screen. And yeah, you're like, kind of Irrelevant mini games. Yeah. I also thought that all the balancing on wooden beams as well. It's just just a, few, a few too many action sequences. Yeah, for it's for sure. It just it felt it
2: unnecessary, not, not indicative of what type of game I wanted mm. from Sherlock Holmes. And some of the things, like you said, with the imagination mode and, the, and the, the detective elements work really well. Yeah. But there's no need for the, the balance
1: in games. yeah it's a bit strange it feels yeah. like it's a bit too and it, we should point out it's a it's a preview of a game like it's yeah. not by no means come out it, it is a work in progress so we don't know for sure whether yeah, lots of this stuff it will out. stay in yeah. but it felt like they really wanted to keep you doing things all the time even when it didn't make sense Absolutely. Mm-hmm. like yeah. a, a bit more of a leisurely game might actually make it feel a bit I think that's better.
0: yeah one of the, the problems you're going to encounter with a game like Sherlock is obviously you want to uh, please everyone who's into the The novels and even Mm. the movies you know who really enjoys that character but you know by doing that you're creating a game that's not going to have a lot of action sequences Mm. Sherlock Holmes isn't going to you know get an AK-47 in one of the levels and you know light up a ballroom like it's it's not well (laughs) 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 it's it's just not going to happen and it's just finding the way how do you create a satisfying murder mystery and Mm. how do you do this sort of thing I always thought Sherlock Holmes games would do really well as a telltale game I oh thought yeah, that yeah. Would, might be great. They, they seem to be taking
2: some inspiration from that
1: sort of. And yeah, there is. Well. Yeah. It's got a lot of heavy rain about it as yeah, well. Like definitely. Sort yeah. of like looking and prodding at an environment. Yeah, there was, there was a bit the,
2: of uh, when they, the guy showed us the preview. There was a bit when he was trying to solve the case, and there were certain elements. So it's like a DNA sort of strand, and it was like, okay, oh, so if yeah. I'm together, if I make yeah. this decision, that affects this thing, and then this, and then trying to, and then you make your own decision. And from what I could tell, is you can make and stick with a decision, even though it might not be the right decision. That's what the
1: last game did, and, yeah. and a lot of people. Had a problem with it, so he mentioned that you can skip moments that you find too hard because yeah. people didn't like being a bad Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, but it gives you the opportunity to be crap at being yeah, Sherlock was, Holmes, yeah. which, yeah. Cool. I, which I think that. is great. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. again, just letting you fail. Like you can end up killing the wrong guy, yeah. um, which is horrible. But but it fits. Like that's what it's a yeah. such a funny <laughs> thing
0: to think of. Where you're like, that's the guilty man. It's like, oh, actually, we found out here. If you want to check, nope. He's the the (laughs) the guy. (laughs) I'm sorry. Are you Sherlock Holmes? (laughs) 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 To the gallows. (laughs) So that was everything that we're going to be talking about on the podcast. We're going to move on to feedback. Mm -hmm. So which one of you gentlemen has? uh, I've got got one. one. This is my feedback.
1: You can take that one Right So Joe, kick us off It's quite long But this follows on I thought it was quite good So it follows on from last week's discussion The week before As someone pointed out to us Discussion of Call of Duty And it's new Mm. setting So we weren't a massive fan of it being in space A lot of people uh, Including us Have suggested other settings This person had the most sort of interesting structure For a setting that anyone said to us So uh, this is Matthew from Seattle Hi Matthew He says Hey guys Big fan of the show Your recent podcast topic Around Call of Duty Got me thinking What if they made a cod game Sorry What if, what if they made a cod <laughs> <laughs> That's just Good a stat. fish um, What if they made a cod game Based around generations So the single player could be set on a player created slash customizable soldier in the World War II or Vietnam era. Its mode would be less bombastic and more narrative-focused, where it really dives into the horrors of war. Mm -hmm. So, old-school Call of Duty. Multiplayer could be modern warfare, where each player would be the next generation of their single-player character. This way they could loosely tie it together, plus make them unique in their own right. This would have the level-up addiction and crazy number of weapons and gadgets as your typical uh, COD game. And then the zombie slash horde type mode would be the final generation and set deep in the future, entrenched in fun, light-hearted sci-fi tropes. Just like the other two modes, it would be tied together with the previous generation. Seems like this would offer great variety and make all types of fans happy. Well, except, let's be honest, people who would still find some way to hate it. Yeah. What do you guys think? Should I ring up Activision for some <laughs> big bucks? <laughs> Uh, I think you should ring up Activision because I think that's a great idea I think it's a cool idea but
2: the concern is so you said the multiplayer element would be completely different to say the
1: single player in setting not necessarily in feel so I suppose the idea is that you get used to the mechanics of the game across all the modes but then they play out differently based on their settings right but what if, say, like, okay, so we're saying we're talking massive generation leaps, so we've got
2: di- completely different weapons. Mm-hmm. What if I love mm-hmm. the weapons in the old generation, yeah, that's and then true. I go into multiplayer, and then I can't play with them anymore? Yeah. I and mean, it, it just feels like very limiting.
1: Yeah, I suppose the idea, I mean, certainly with the, the last two, and probably you will have the same problems as, yeah. as in that as you would. So, Black Ops 3, particularly, the three modes, and there's actually a secret fourth mode, but that's slightly different thing. Like, the three main modes are extremely separate, notwithstanding the fact that the Zombies mode uh, is set mainly in the nineteen like 1930s jazz age, so right. like, that's completely out the window, it's got magic Jeff Goldblum, but <laughs> like single player and multiplayer, despite being set in the same age, and with some of the same guns have completely different mechanics mm. like you end up playing different people you play it in a different way, like it's very separate, so at least in terms of the COD that we have now <coughs> this idea actually fits into how they make those games, okay, but ties yeah. it together in a more satisfying Way. i love the idea of playing like my great 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 granddaughter in in the far future so thank you matthew from seattle that was fun right uh this is
2: from ryan morton he says hi guys hi ryan loving prepare to try Ah, oh, you're too kind and I was wondering if you've been discussing whether or not to continue it and if you could make it into some into so form of competition <laughs> some form of competition between <laughs> so, so, the three so of you form. <laughs> just go with it <laughs> so the competition between the three of you could be Roy does Dark Souls 1 nailed it nailed it done. Smash. smash yeah Gav does Dark Souls 2
0: wouldn't happen <laughs> 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 why, why, why Pe- wouldn't people it? have said that but like he
2: would just walk the amount of
0: walkouts on that playthrough
2: yeah. he'd just be like Absolutely, oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, I bet you don't guess where this one's coming from, but... Joe does Bloodborne! (laughs) (laughs) Mario Kart does Dark Souls 3. So, um,
0: yeah, we... we I have just finished the, the Dark Souls challenge this week, which if you've been following, yes, it turns out a noob, me, can beat <laughs> Dark Souls 1 before Dark Souls 3 comes out quite painfully and stressfully and by working weekends, yeah. but it is, <laughs> but it is possible. Um, and we are absolutely uh, looking at how to continue, um, this sort of series in the future, uh, at a more relaxed and, and casual way. But uh, in terms of what um, from software game we're going to be playing and
2: when is yet to come. Ryan has got some more ideas though with this. Ryan, so uh, the person who completes it the quick completes the quickest win, and in like racing games where the time gets added on for the crashes, you could add on time for deaths. That's oh quite good. that is good. Mm. Though, as Krupa seems to be like me and loves lore within the game, I imagine his season would end up the longest, with him just walking <laughs> backwards and forwards, looking for trinkets and returning to talk to people. But he, he probably, probably died the least as well, though, so that's it could true, balance yeah. out. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's an interesting mechanic. I will cool. talk it over with my other two Dark Souls companions. You but it's a pretty interesting could suggestion. Could be a good idea. Thank you, Ryan. Our final bit of feedback is from Steven, and he says, before I start, I'd like to say kudos on the podcast. Since discovering it a couple of weeks ago, I can't bring myself to watch watch any of the IGN yanks anymore and have since marathoned most of the available podcasts on the IGN. The British are coming. We're number one. We're number one. I I feel really bad sitting in this chair and being like welcome to the IGN UK (laughs) podcast. You goddamn yanks. (laughs) I hopefully I'm UK enough to, to be in this chair. I think you count. Um, and he's he's listened all the way back to the days of Stuart. May rest in peace.
1: Yeah, Bless his soul.
0: And everyone else who perished in the in the In the fire. When we, <laughs> in the when we
2: burned them. <laughs> the great fire of
0: We w- didn't burn them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Krups, your little mind effery totally worked. When you asked listeners to pick a number, I sat there with a cup out thinking, will he F get it right? I'm trying to censor. censor. <laughs> I gave the most sweary Steven, email. <laughs> a bit of a loose cannon. That's a I'm trying to hold him down. When you said it was 17, I was so flabbergasted I spilled my freshly made cup of tea over my crotch. I was wearing <laughs> boxers, to that. which, as you can imagine, provided very little protection. I'm now sat here with an ice pack wrapped around my junk like a pig in a blanket. <laughs>
2: He's still taking the time to email, though. Cheers. I, yeah. that. I really
0: appreciate that. And hopefully our words can aid your crotch back to full health. Yeah, I think, I think that, that's
1: what we try and do with every... I, th- I think if there's sort of one this promise podcast. we can make, it's that it heals genitals. <laughs> um, I have all warm wishes for your crotch. Absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is quite cold because of the <laughs> so aforementioned wishes, pig and blanket ice bag. We should yeah. point out, if you haven't listened to last week's one, Krupa did some audio mind Mm. Didn't he work did. on me. Didn't work no. on me. I was sitting across from him. Didn't, Didn't work. work. Gotta have a mind.
0: Oh! oh. Wow. And nice on that. that sick burn, <laughs> thank you for listening to the IGN UK podcast. See you later. Bye! Bye.